Welcome to... Hey, Great Shot. This is the Great Shot Podcast, a Cracked Rackets and Tennis Channel Podcast Network production. My name is Alex Gruskin. Some of you listeners may know that I pride myself on abhorring the cliches. Nevertheless, I think you can look at yesterday's result from either a glass half empty or a glass half full perspective. Let's start with the glass half empty. Obviously, I strongly backed both Alex Virev to knock off Andy Murray, Taylor Fritz to knock off Alias Bedene. You know, I liked Ekaterina Alexandrova. I liked, uh, you know, I liked them all confidently and, you know, none of them won. All three of them ended up losing to their respective opponents, Murray over Zverev. Uh, Alexandrova lost to Christina McHale, and then, of course, Fritz lost to Bedene in straight sets. From Max Rothman's perspective, you know, Dan Evans, Anissa Mova, CeCe Bellis, all losers as well. So yeah, you know, on paper, yesterday's results didn't go great, but if you listen to the entire Ace of the Day pod, you heard some pockets of brilliance, right? I suggested you parlay two underdogs yesterday, Riley Opelka, Jessica Pagula, plus 405 odds. It would have been, you know, a $10 bet yielded you 40-50. Guess what? Both of they, both of them won. That would have worked. I also said, hey, you know, there's this PCB, Struff, Opelka, Sandgren, Pagula parlay. It would have been, you know, plus 7,313 odds. So 73.13 odds, that means a $10 wager would have yielded you $731.29. Now, did that bet hit? No, it didn't. Pablo Krenobusta had set points over Hachinov in set number one. He wasn't able to convert them. But that we came that close on a wager with that big of a payoff, that feels like we're building a little bit of the big mo, folks. And I'm going to remain confident. You have to be when you're doing this. If you start doubting yourself, honestly, you should probably step away. Way, uh, because it requires a little bit of hubris, right, to get in on the action, and why wouldn't it? But at the same time, we know we're the most well-informed, best-educated fans in the business here at Crack Rackets. We want to take advantage of that fact by getting in on the action with our friends at DraftKings. And in case you aren't already, here's how it works. You're going to go to DraftKings.com, make your DraftKings sports account, and make a deposit. From there, DraftKings will match your first deposit at 20% up to $500. You're going to make your first bet after that. That. And DraftKings will also match that with a risk-free first bet of up to $500. Now, maybe you used that risk-free first bet yesterday, that $500 on that mega parlay. And I apologize because I'm multiplying 731 by 50. Let's say you used the entire 500 on that. We came really close to making you a lot, a lot of money. But in case you haven't yet, you can still claim this offer by going to dkng.co slash great shot to play. That's dkng.co. .co slash great shot. Deposit bonuses in DK dollars, which have no cash value and must be used on DraftKings. Offer not valid for users physically located in New Hampshire. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for more details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in New Jersey, West Virginia, Pennsylvania, or 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa only. You must be 21 years or older and in a participating state to take advantage of this offer. And again, that offer 
offer can be found at dkng.co slash great shot. Shout out as always to our friends on DraftKings. It's not just the picks, right? There's future, you know, it's not just futures or spreads or over-unders or, you know, how many games are going to be played in a set. Who's going to win this next point? You can do all of that on DraftKings as well, but they also have some tennis fantasy games that are going to be really fun that we'll be exploring come the start of the U.S. Open. Just a little bit of a tease for all of you listeners on what to expect. We're really excited to be working with DraftKings moving forward because we really think it's a fun way for fans to get in on the action. It, you know, there's nothing like that adrenaline rush. Yesterday, I was watching, you know, Cassandra and FAA went to a third set. And I will say this, and I do apologize. You know, we did, in terms of Ace of the Day, again, Opelka was a winner, so that's the one bet both Rothman and I hit. But overall, the bets we gave as our Aces of the Day, you know, were net losses. Nevertheless, he and I had some side action, right? Just the two of us were betting on. Uh, and the thrill of, you know, we, we bet on that mega parlay with all of the underdogs because I was like, Rothman, I'm telling you, Pagulas. I just, I, I just had, you know, I watch a lot of tennis. And, uh, you know, there was a moment where Tennis Sandgren won his third set 7-6 in the breaker. So he had won. Pagula had won, and it looked for a second like PCB, you know, who was down a set point, he hits this ridiculous backhand down the line passing shot where he guessed right on a Hatchinov high forehand volley, and he hit it for a winner, and it was back to, I think, six all in the breaker, and I'm texting Roth, and I'm like, oh my god, we might do it, and then, of course, PCB loses the set, tanks the second, and there goes our hopes, right? That money burnt into the air. Nevertheless, it was, you know, that adrenaline rush, I'm telling you from a fan perspective, it makes watching the matches. I mean, you know, what Rothman and I wager in very small amounts. We'd not, you know, if it was hundreds, thousands of dollars, you lose that, you're crushed. And that's not me. That's not the way I gamble. I do it for a way, you know, of supplementing the fun, not to make a living. Nevertheless, some of you may feel confident uh, enough in these picks, and you should, because I'm telling you folks, we're headed in the right direction. And with that in mind, let's get into today's picks. And obviously, yesterday produced some funky results, right? We said, uh, from the get-go that, uh, you know, uh, we thought that it would be possible for uh, there to be, you know, we favored a lot of strong uh, players. We favored a lot of, I'm losing my words here, we favored a lot of top seeds, uh, but nevertheless, we we also said it was going to be the players who were matched up, the players who have played a lot during this exhibition period that have some success. And again, Sandgren was a winner over FAA. Struff continued his momentum win over Shapovalov. Uh, We saw a guy like Riley Opelka not off Schwartzman. Andy Murray's played a lot of exo tennis. He knocked off Zverev. You know, it was weird to see Krajinovic beat Dominic Team the way he did, to see Fuchovic beat Grigor Dimitrov the way uh, he did. Obviously, those were funky results on the men's side. On the women's side, all of you know my love for Buzkova, for On Shabur, that they beat Kvitova and Keys respectively. You know, that shouldn't shock anyone, but we've got a lot of seeds who have been knocked out early on here. So at this point, I'm not going to lie. I think there's going to be, you know, balance restored to the force. I do think some of these top seeds, the ones that have looked good, that's the thing you're most encouraged about. You're saying, okay, they came back, there there was a little bit of rust, but they found their form in their first match, or they continued to play better, you know, throughout that first match. And I think that's going to be the case for the people we back today. We're also going to be backing, as I mentioned, someone who has played a lot of tennis of late, someone who has showed really good form already here in August. So, Do we start with the ace of the day? Yeah, let's start with the bet I am most confident in, then we'll work our way around the board and get back to the final aces of the day. 
Novak Djokovic yesterday against Ricardus Barrancas was down a break on multiple occasions in both the first and second sets, and he had to claw his way back, as Novak Djokovic so frequently does, uh, to win the match 7-6-6-4. And, you know, Barrancas is dangerous, right? Novak Djokovic is a guy who likes to play with his food. He's not going to blow you off the court with the pace of his ground strokes. He's going to, you know, move you around the court. Again, death by, I say, a thousand, uh, you know, knife, uh, a thousand uh, knife, uh, paper cuts, excuse me. Novak Djokovic is probably death by a bazillion paper cuts, but, you know, it wasn't a clean match for Djokovic. Only made 55% of his first serves, only, you know, uh, seven double faults uh, against eight aces. It just, it, it's not the sort of Novak Djokovic you are accustomed to seeing, you know, for Ricardis Barankis, the I suppose the thing, if you're Djokovic, you're confident about Brank is only 12 of 30 on second serve return points. Djokovic was able to play a little bit of offense. And, you know, another big thing for Djokovic, he does have some neck issues right now. It's clear it's bothering him. The trainer came out to work with on it, you know, multiple times. And with that fact in mind, it's worth noting. It's worth keeping in mind, right? The fact that is he with the U.S. Open looming, if he's not feeling it, will he pull out of a match? Will he just call it quits? And, you know, he's got a really tough opponent physically in Tennis Sandgren, who is as fit as any player in the men's game, who, you know, is going to make that extra ball, who's going to make you beat him. He did such a good job of doing that against Novak, uh, against Felix Ogier Aliasim yesterday. And, you know, yes, he was down a break in the third, ended up winning it. 7-6 in the third, but if you actually watch the match, it was quite clear Tennis Sandgren was the the better player throughout the duration of the match. Still, Djokovic minus 560 odds. I just don't think Sandgren has a weapon to hurt Djokovic consistently with, and Djokovic is happy to get physical. Djokovic wants to extend a match, make it long, and I know his neck is bothering him, but he says it's feeling better and better. I thought his form looked good yesterday. I just... I don't know what Tennis Sandgren's going to do. Again, it's like playing with... Just Tennis Sandgren, he's not going to be able to hit through Djokovic. He's not going to be able to break the wall... And if you can't break the wall, Novak Djokovic undefeated still in 2020 ATP matches. Him minus 560 is one of my picks. Medvedev, it's a parlay, by the way, is my first ace of the day because, of course, it is. Why wouldn't it be? So Djokovic minus 560 over Sandgren. Medvedev minus 435 over Bedene. I thought Medvedev looked so Medvedevian uh, against Giron yesterday, just doing all the things, the serve, the tracking down that extra ball, the drop shots, the slices, the slaps. Most importantly for him, 34 of 37 yesterday on first serve points. Love to see that. I thought Badene, you know, two good wins for him over Garen, over over Fritz. But Medvedev's a completely different beast. Medvedev's, you know, physically Garen wore down in set three. Yesterday, Fritz just a stinker, to be honest. And we talk about recapping all of the play. We do it on our mini break podcast. So if you want to hear more about all of yesterday's funky results, be sure to go check that out. I just think Medvedev at minus 435, that's the right pick. You parlay him and Djokovic, those odds start to get even better. Uh, So that's two parts of this ace of the day. The third part, Elise Mertens, who takes on a tricky opponent in Veronica Kudermatova. Now, these are two players, 23-24, really coming into their own now uh, in the women's game. I mean, for, I suppose, Mertens, she was already number 12 in the world, so coming into her own, that's been there for, she's been here for a while. Uh, But Mertens also already made a final here in August. She made that final in Prague on clay uh, before losing to Simona Halep, but I thought she looked really good in her first win here this week. Uh, you know, she looked good yesterday for Kudermatova. You know, they've played a bunch in doubles. I believe they played five, six times total in their career. 
only once in singles. Mertens did win that match in three sets. Uh, Kudermatova has only beaten Mertens once on the doubles court. I just, I think Elise Mertens is playing really good tennis. I think these courts are fast, and I think that's a good thing for her. And I just think her ball is funky. I also think for Kudermatova, coming off a win over Pliskova, she had two top 10 wins last year over Bencic and Svitolina. She lost the matches immediately following those events. So, you know, it's one top 10 win is always great. The hardest thing in the world is following that up with another top 10 win. Elise Mertens, not top 10, but certainly playing like a top 10 player in New York. I think Elise Mertens is the pick. You parlay Djokovic, Medvedev, Mertens. You get that to about even odds, minus 107. I'm very confident in this parlay. I'm going all in, folks. $50 to win $47.09. That is one of my aces of the day. Now, before I get to my others, let me just talk about some potential upsets. Pagula, plus 145 over Sabalenka. Pagula, a straight set winner early in the day yesterday over uh, Amanda Anisimova, played a really good match. I've talked about her at length. You're going to hear a GSP with Mark Lucero, uh, where we talk about one of our women's our women's dark horses for the U.S. Open. She's on that list, folks. Was so good during World Team Tennis. Continues to show exceptional form, fit as a fiddle. Uh, and she's taking on in Arena Sabalenka, someone who you already know. I adore. I love her prospects at winning. But Sabalenka just played a really physical match yesterday against CC Bella. She ended up winning that match 7-5 in the third, but Pagula's fit. She's playing well. She's used to these conditions. You know, plus 145 is interesting. It's not an ace of the day for me because I like Sabalenka too much and never wager a match. You have a lot of personal stakes, the wrong word. I suppose I have no personal stake in the match actually, but I I value both players. So it's a stay away for me, but that's an interesting one. You all also know my fondness for Marie Buskova. That's another name you're going to hear me talk about with Mark Lucero on the GSP. She's going to take on Annette Conteve plus 165 for Buskova, who had a great win yesterday over Kvitova. Again, I probably lean I, I can't say which way I lean in that one, and that's why if you're getting anything from Buskova in terms of odds-wise, it's nice at the same time. Conteve's played really, really well of late, and she's someone I've talked about a lot on these podcasts, on this Ace of the Day in particular. We made uh, some good cash on her in Palermo, so do you really want to doubt her? I say no. You parlay Pagula Buskova, though, if you're interested in that. That's plus 549 odds. It's, again, it's interesting. I probably stay away right now from those upsets of the day, but just some thoughts for you. And then the last one, the upset I am actually most interested in, Karen Hatchinoff, Kachinoff, Karen Hatchinoff, plus 125 over Roberto Bautista Agut. Here's the thing. Four and two career head-to-head advantage for RBA. They've played twice on hard courts. RBA's won both of those matchups in straight sets. One of them was a three-set straight set win at the 2019, I believe, Australian Open. But... I've watched a lot of Karen Hatchinoff this week. I watched his first round match against the Boob, Sasha Bublik. I watched him yesterday, obviously, uh, with some venture, uh, vested interest against PCB. He's just done a really good job of keeping things simple this week, of so playing to his strengths, his serve, his forehand, his physicality. He's making that extra ball. He's playing to big targets with 
big margin for error, and it's worked for him thus far. Now, in Sasha Bublik, you're never playing a real tennis match because he just plays such an interesting, different, funky style of tennis. You know, against PCB, it was a really physical first set, but PCB tanked that second set. So RBA is a completely different monster for Hatchinoff to face now in Roberto Bautista Agut this week. You look at who he has taken on, who he's beaten. You know, Bautista Agut always going to be a tough opponent in his first match. Uh, he knocked off Gasquet yesterday, 5-1. and one, and I thought he looked pretty good doing it, but I don't know. I'm feeling myself some Karen Hatchinoff. I like that bet. I also, just on a different note, you know, those are the upsets I like. Just keep that in mind. You parlay those three, Pagula, Buzkova, Hatchinov. I'm not doing this. Again, to clarify, I will not be taking part in my upsets of the day today. These are just the ones I think are most likely to happen. If you are of that belief, parlay all three plus uh, plus 1,361 odds. So 10 wins you 136.08. It's interesting. I do like Hatchinov. I may throw him in one of my ace of the day, folks. The risks of the day, all seven matches on the board. The only one I haven't talked about, own Jabour, minus 230 over Christina Hale, uh, McHale. Now, Christina McHale, obviously, has been exceptional this week. Win over Alexandrova in her first round match. I believe Christina McHale, who did she knock off at this point? Again, there have been so many matches. Uh, but it was a really good win for her uh, over Iga Shiatek. She also came through qualifying. Kazakina Arcanada wins for her there. But Owens is going to Owens, right? And I just, I thought she looked better and better, you know, got bageled in her first set against Layla Fernandez, but then straight set win for her yesterday over Madison Keys. Don't let Owen Shabur get comfortable because when she does, folks, she's capable of some exceptional tennis as we've already seen this year. In fact, you know what? My other ace of the day, Djokovic, Medvedev, Mertens, Jabur, Plus 180, I'm going to put $40 on that to win 71.85. Yeah, I'm in on that. Djokovic, Medvedev, Mertens, Jabour, and you know what? I'll throw 10, and I'll throw Hatchinov in the mix there as well. Plus 125 over RBA. Those get those odds to plus 540. 10 yields me 53.95. You know what? I'm going to go with that. Those are our aces of the day. Djokovic, Medvedev, Mertens. 50 to win 47.09. Djokovic, Medvedev, Mertens, and Jabour, plus 180, 40 to win 71.85. And then those four plus Hatchinov, plus 540, 10 yields 53.95. Of course, all of these parlays mean we are in for a long day. You know, it means that's a lot of matches for us to watch. But of course, that is why we are so excited to have professional tennis back in our lives. And if you want to get in on any of the action, be sure to go with our friends at DraftKings. Go to DK ng.co slash great shot take advantage of their promotional offer get some money in your pocket so that you can get in on the action and again it just makes the tennis experience that much more of an adrenaline rush folks I promise you will enjoy it for sure the person I always enjoy for sure our super producer Daniel Westoff who as always has a of an editing job to do. And I will say, you want to see this in video form, be sure to go check out our YouTube channel as we give the more condensed version of these aces of the day. But you'll get to see my smiling face. And maybe if we make eye contact, I'll be that much more convincing that you should get in on the action. But of course, we will be covering all of the play in New York. You want to hear a daily recap, go check out our mini break podcast. Be sure to check out our website, crackrackets.com as well. But with that in mind, for our friends at DraftKings, 
our super producer, Daniel Westoff, and all of us here at both Cracked Rackets and the Tennis Channel Podcast Network. I'm your host, Alex Gruskin. You know what we say, folks. Hey, great shot, and we hope the odds are ever in your favor. Good luck, everyone. Thank you.